Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I'm on a journey to get better in all areas of life, from wellness and mental health to career and relationships and so much more. I know getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when you can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Menunos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's our goal here every single day. It's what we do. It's our mission to get better and to do it with you. So thanks for being on that journey with us. Our quote for today, you will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated. Damn, Maya Angelou. She throws down. I know. Always. Oh, you will face many defeats in life, but never let yourself be defeated. How do we do that? It's a great question. Meditation? (laughs) (laughs) Seems to be working for you, so. Yeah, I guess... Maybe not looking at them like defeats, like lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Or portals to your next thing. Oh, I like portals. Yeah. Yeah, I think the lessons. I mean, that's what I've been trying to do in the recent years. I'm like, you know what? You When you get, I always would say it's like, maybe you don't get a green check mark. You get a red X, but at least you know and you learn. So there you go. Then you move on. Then you move on. Hail squad. Let's move on <laughs> to your questions now. Uh, welcome back today. We are going to be answering some of your burning questions. Where uh, where I like to go when I need inspiration, how I stay motivated, passionate for, about my work, how I find my voice, uh, morning routines. I see a lot of questions here from you guys. Mm-hmm. So I think this will end up being a pretty cool episode because there's a lot to share. I think we shall see. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited. I love when I always like to post, like I, ke- I keep kind of a bank of questions when people ask them, but then before we do these shows, I'll always post on Instagram and there's some good questions. I'm like, heck yeah. So I'm excited to dive in because I feel like this is where you get a fly and you always drop some gems. So yes, yes, yes. A lot of gems to, to drop. But first, friends, you know Macy's is a big supporter of the show. Kelsey and I are going to do our first event in New York City next week with them. It's a live shoppable event. Um, We will put the uh, details in the summary um, of the episode as we get them. So probably closer to the date. I think the event is on the 22nd. So Mm -hmm. maybe by the 21st, we'll put it down there for you. Um, But it's a live shoppable event. I'm getting all the things I ordered from my curated page 
at Macy's.com backslash better together today. So I'm going to do a little fitting. A um, lot of cute stuff. And we did load up our new favorites on there, right? So there's a lot of stuff on there, friends, whether you need back to work outfits. Um, and actually, this whole shoppable event is about back to work outfits that are not conventional officially. Like it's not like a pants suit or something. So we're trying to get creative here uh, for you. And uh, on the page, we have all kinds of things, whether it's beauty or home or whatever. So uh, take a look if you have a gift to buy for someone. Um, we have lots of cool gifts on there. And even if it's a purchase you make just going through that landing page, we get the credit for it. So um, we always say, you know, help us out and support the show and support what we're doing here every single day by making your purchase through Macy's.com backslash better together. Anyhow, let's get to some of these questions. Um, I mean, I'll have something in my eyeball again, but that's okay. I'm going to keep powering through. Um, Do you want me to read them to you, Maria? Yeah, I like that better. Yeah, I'll ask you. <laughs> this, this one was actually selfishly from me because I wanted to know about the event. Um, tell us about the bar rescue thing you went to the other week in Boston for Taffer. Oh my gosh. Okay, cool. So I know we have so much to catch up on, mm -hmm. but sometimes it's easier to do like this, I guess. <laughs> um, so John Taffer, the host of Bar Rescue on uh, Paramount is a good friend and he redid our bar here at our house. And we've been, Kevin and I have done many recons on his show. Recon is when you go in undercover to a bar that's failing and then uh, kind of, make it very clear why it's failing. You order a drink, you see how it's not good <laughs> or there are dead flies lying in it or, you know, behind the bar is just like disgustingly dirty, whatever. And then John comes in and he's like, I'm shutting it down. And then he goes through the whole part, you know, process of, uh, redoing a bar. Anyhow, um, it's a really fun show. And, uh, John now is opening up Taffer taverns all over the country. He's opened up a few already, but one was being opened in Boston in a suburb called Watertown, Massachusetts. And so we drove up from Connecticut to support him. And I will tell you, this is not your ordinary restaurant because John does this for a living. He goes in, he rescues bars and, you know, rescues their kitchen and rescues, you know, everything about it. So he knows so much and he's been in this industry for so many years. So he created these Suve kitchens. Now, don't ask me what Suve means, but Suve kitchens are chefless kitchens. So he doesn't have a chef. So he doesn't have to deal with kind of, you know, whatever that entails. He has half the staff of a kitchen that they normally would have. And it's all baked, uh, like the, the fish and the meat come in, you know, baked, uh, bags, plastic bags, some kind of plastic bag that's cooked in hot water. And then it's, and that's what the souveing process I guess is. And then they sear it on, on a pan or something or in some kind of oven, not on a pan in an oven. Cause they don't have those stoves to, you know, give it this extra zhuzh or whatever. But what's cool about it is consistent product. No one can ever say that the product is like the chef had a bad day or whatever. Everything is consistent and perfect. He had so many cool items like delicious looking cookies. I did not eat them. Three years, next month, no sugar. Um, these deliciously mushy, amazing cookies with salt on them. And then he created this, imagine like um, 
is it souffle? Is that a dessert souffle? Okay, so imagine something that looks like souffle, but it's just creamed milk with like some kind of sugary stuff on top and you dip it in that. Rather than dipping it in milk, it's like this zhuzhed, frothy milk thing. Whipped, yum. Oh my God, it was deliciously looking, but I didn't eat it. Everybody else said it was delicious. Then um, these cocktails that were like just so fun and bubbles, like they, they'd they use this little instrument to create a bubble on the drink and um, the drinks were delicious. And I don't know, it was just like he thought of everything and so I was really proud of him and really happy for him um, as a friend. And so we had a great time. It was really nice. So he uh, he's opening him up all over. My dad came. So my dad had a great time. And John was so sweet. He gave him so much like love and time. My dad's like, Mario, we had a good time today, you know? Oh, I love that. Yeah, That's it was cute. really sweet. So, um, so yeah. Fun. It was good. Did, is he opening some in L.A.? I don't know. I'm sure LA is going to be on the program, yeah. but uh, he did DC. I know. Um, I'm sure if you go to his website, you can see where all the other locations are. But guys, food's incredible. Drinks are incredible. It's actually an experience because so cool. all of the things he did from drink to food to appetizers. Oh my God, the pork belly and the fish and chips. I don't even eat fish and chips. This It was like crack. Um, both those items. Anyhow, to all the way to the dessert, everything was an experience. So I think people are going to love it. I love it. Well, that actually kind of segues beautifully into our second question. Someone um, on the Heel Squad said, I'm starting my own coffee shop. Any ideas to make me stand out from others? I think you're going to be the difference. So I always think if you're starting your own business, it's you. It's your personality. For example, there's a girl who or a young woman who opened up a coffee shop near us here. I took you guys. And it's called Ladries. She was in the nursing industry and COVID just decided to switch careers and she opened up a coffee shop. But she didn't just open up a coffee shop. She looked at it like she was building a franchise. Everything is gorgeous. Um, the aesthetic, she didn't cheap out on anything. And it's her that people are coming in for, right? They're coming in because she's got a story. She's sharing it. Um, you want to support her. So whatever your story is, um, you know, craft the quicker kind of pitch of it. You know, why you're doing this. Everybody wants to know your why. Why are you doing this? You know, why is this the place we should make our spot? But there are some cool touches you can make. Like it's it's that kind of upscale decor that doesn't have to cost a lot of money. You can get it you know, um, affordably go to Macy's.com backslash better together. We have some items there, but you can, you can make it look really aesthetically nice so that they want to be there. That's why Starbucks did so well, right? They had a really nice aesthetic. People wanted to go in there. They felt like it was an experience. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, 
for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. And so for me, it's about you and your story and giving that personal touch. I know that even when I worked at Dunkin's, I know my customers loved coming in because they're waking up at a god awful early time, but I was there to greet them with a smile and give them their order and set their day off right. So you are the person that's going to set their day um, in in a certain way, right? Um, or at least you can look at it like that. So try to give them that extra love, try to remember them, their order, think ahead, give them a little something like maybe it's, you know, a, a treat, a toast, you know, something's on you like to keep cultivating that, that, um, kind of community vibe. And, uh, and I don't think you can not succeed if you do those things. I love that. I agree. I know for me, one of my favorite coffee shops. It's actually kind of what Kevin was doing on the set on his um, writing little messages on the coffee cups, Mm -hmm. but they do that. And I love it. It's like just a little added personal touch that sets you apart. Yeah. Or like like, Coral Tree Cafe. Mm -hmm. um, Pooja would always order from there and they'd write notes on the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Thank you so much. Because it's just a personal touch. Everybody is so busy and everyone's... (laughs) so stressed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll be the nice way we say it. So <laughs> yeah. just like a little thank you with a smiley face. It means something. Yeah. Agreed. I Pooj, love that. Any, any tips as a, as a consumer? <laughs> um, I think you guys hit them all. I mean, like Kel said, I now want to go back to Coral Tree and give them a business. Cause I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. like that's such a sweet little, you know, message that they think of me and the people that work there, I know their name, they know mine. And I love that. It's mm-hmm. so sweet. I'm like, hi V every day. And mm-hmm. she's like, hi Poosh. <laughs> like <laughs> even as a nickname and just that sense of community and that sense of like warmness. There's not a lot of that going on in the world in general, but especially right now. So when you can find a place that does that, yeah, you, you want to soak it up and you want to mm-hmm. keep supporting that and you want to keep being there. So. I think that's really important what you said about names is is you got to learn people's names too. So true. Um, 
that's the difference between going to, you know, uh, a chain and going to a mom and pop. Like people go to mom and pops because they want to feel comfortable. They want to feel that love. Um, And so if you make them, and by the way, it is intimidating for some people to go into places. Um, You know, like I said, life is hard for people. So if you go in and you say, like, even for me, like I hate going into nail salons. I feel like that is my, like, my kryptonite. And, and it's intimidating. You walk in, everyone's staring at you and you're like, Oh, and there's just this awkward energy. But if someone greets you like, Hey Maria. And you're like, Oh, oh, I have a friend. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you feel safe. So make people feel safe in your business and in whatever business, whether it's coffee or whatever, know their name. And then, um, and then try to, Love on your employees so they'll love on everybody else. In, by the way, obviously, the most PC way. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the, yeah. the way I'm describing it, and they came out, I'm like, mm. but you know what I'm saying. Like, love your employees, make them happy so that they are making everybody else happy. Because when I get up to a counter and I've got someone who won't even look me in the eye, who is like grunting at me, that doesn't make me want to come back. So even if they're filling a slot and it's hard to have employees nowadays, I know it's not, it's not worth it. You, cause you're going to lose people that way. Um, and the product has to be great. If the product's great, even just the presentation is so important. That coffee shop at Ladry's, the presentation, they'll put like little sprouts on to make it pretty. And, um, everything about presentation is so important. So I think those are my best tips right now. I'm I like very that. excited for our Hill Squatter who is opening up a coffee shop. You'll have to share some pictures with us, share where it is. So then if other Hill Squatters are in the area, they'll come support you. Boom. I love it. I used to do that um, in another incarnation of this show where um, I, you know, because I love supporting people who are starting and, and trying something. So um, if you let us know, then maybe there's something we can, you know, help share with people. Beautiful. All right, Maria, where do you go when you need inspiration? Or what do you do? I don't know if I've ever looked at it like that. Like I need inspiration because I feel like that's something like a writer does. Um, I feel like any time I can just take a break, I get inspired. I'm sure you felt the same way when you were on the lake this summer. You get, did you have a million ideas float in your head while you were there? Because you were free? Yeah, I think it was more for me. I get it afterwards. It's like when I, I'm like the silence, I need the silence. And then, yeah, it's afterward. I'm like almost like rejuvenated. And then that's when everything starts flowing. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, this or I never thought of that. And yeah, I think the, the, you need quiet for mm-hmm. that to come in. Yeah. So for me, I mean, I, I love being in Connecticut because I love being in nature. So I guess if I need inspiration, I'm, I don't necessarily couch it like that. But I go into nature so I can go to the beach. I love driving to Malibu. That always like gives me that air, <laughs> that like extra air in my body and in my mind. Um, and uh, I love Connecticut. But honestly, like my meditations are definitely my place to not have to go anywhere and get inspired and get downloads and feel rejuvenated and renewed and I get ideas in my meditation. Sometimes I'm like, God, (laughs) this shouldn't be happening, but something will pop down, whether it's for me or 
somebody else. And I kind of like, okay, noted. And then I try to go back into black space. And uh, so, yeah, I think uh, my meditations are definitely my cheapest way to access inspiration. I love that. And we actually have a someone who asked, can you talk more about how your meditations have evolved and what that's been like over time? Well, funny enough, this morning, I started listening to our Dr. Joe episode from mid-June because I wanted to kind of see if I could get back into that headspace and see what that headspace was Mm. compared to now. Because I've been a little, having a little bit of a hard time because I was so high after that. And then, you know, there was some stuff this summer that happened and then you know, it took me a minute to regroup and get back. And, and I think where, what I have to come to terms with is that, you know, growth is a continuous process. So as much as I want to go backwards, I can't, I got to keep going forward. So I have to appreciate where I am and where I am is a whole other place than where I was before. I have evolved. I am, you know, waking up and feeling great and, you know, calm and all of that. And I think it's just, uh, yeah. What was the question again? <laughs> just how they've evolved. How I they've think evolved. That's a yeah. Perfect answer. Yeah. So I think, uh, right now I'm in a period where, um, sometimes they're, you know, really, really great. Sometimes I'm struggling and I have to just get through that because that's part of it you know, taming the beast as he, as Dr. Joe says. Um, so sometimes, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a busy time of year and there's a lot going on. Um, so maybe that's why, and also I've been traveling a bit, so, you know, I got to get into a groove again, but I was like feeling my groove this morning. I went out, I did my grounding, I did my meditation first thing. Um, and so, I think uh, I think it's going to keep evolving. I think what you said too really um, makes a lot of sense. Right now, you're at a much higher evolved place than you were when you started. So it is going to be more challenging because it's like you're now coming like you're up here now. So it's like you're going to have to keep pushing that ceiling. And I think that that's something that we don't think about a lot. And that's a really, um, oh, it's a really good point. So mm-hmm. I like that. It's not going to be, it's not always going to be easy. Yeah. When you first start, it's like exciting and it's new and yeah. you're learning, but now, okay, now you're up here. So now we got to keep, it's going to keep getting harder and harder. It's that video game of life. I told you yeah. about, like I said, if you're on this growth journey, it's going to keep getting harder, uh, in some ways, in other ways, you're going to be freed. Like I do, I feel so free and so good. Um, but then, you know. There are new levels that you have to keep achieving um, and new things you have to keep conquering. So I'm trying to conquer. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I like that. Okay, what's your, well, you kind of just said it a little bit, but do you have a go-to morning routine and things that are like, non-negotiables like you can't miss every morning uh I don't think I have non-negotiables other than my grateful list um I have my prayers at night and my grateful list and my grateful list in the morning that's pretty non-negotiable and then I like to be able to meditate in the morning there's a morning meditation that Dr. Joe has I think it's a little over 20 minutes. It's great. It really is just such a great way to start the day with complete intention of what you want. Um, and then I like to get outside and do some grounding, but I, I've been waking up early because I'm going to bed. So I went to bed before nine. So I was up and at it really early this morning. I even got a 15 minute power walk in on my Peloton. Very happy about that. Um, so... Yeah, I think I think it shifts a little bit, but there's and by the way, with travel, it really shifts. So that's why I know a lot of like my friends too. everybody loves their routine because you feel good in your routine. But Dr. Joe also says you need to do things differently. You can't be stuck in a rut and not in a rut, but you can't be doing the same exact things and expect different outcomes right? If you just, you know, then you'd go on autopilot. Your life would just be exactly the same every day. We don't want that. So it is good to be malleable and, um, and not be so rigid with any routine. So, um, yeah, but I do feel best when I can get outside and get some fresh sun in the morning and the little grounding in, um, that really helps me. I love that. Okay, let's, ooh, this is a good one. How do you stay passionate about your work? Um, Five-star Apple reviews <laughs> from you guys. <laughs> Truly. Uh, the Patreon comments where you guys are able to share with us what you think of the show and how much it's helping you. The YouTube comments, by the way, if you're watching this right now on YouTube, you can throw us a little comment down there and let us know how uh, you're liking this episode or other episodes. Um, that's... Part of it, um, I think for me, because this is more of a mission than it is anything else, um, my mission is to get everybody to start paying attention to their health more and to sound the alarms that it really is on us to, um, to do this. There's no other person that's going to help you. For, I mean, people will help you, but no one's going to do this for you. You have to take your health into the highest of considerations. You have to realize that some things may have to go to the wayside so that you can focus on it. Um, I had that conversation with myself on the regular. I had it even this morning. I was like, okay, I might have to cut a few things because I need to make sure I'm keeping a balance 
for my health and for some of the things I'm, I'm focusing on healing. But that's, those are choices. So we can choose to let the car run, you know, at a hundred miles an hour with three tires. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Yep. <laughs> kunk, 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 kunk. Or we could say, okay, that's really not leading me anywhere and it's not going to, it's not going to last long. So what can I do now to start focusing on my health? So for me, it's, it's having a mission and doing it with people. I enjoy doing it with hello Queens. Hey girl. Um, and, and seeing, um, the impact that it's having and that we're having together, all of us. So that's how I keep kind of passion alive. I love that. I agree. I think every time like we get a good comment or a DM or whatever it is, I'm always like, Ooh, yeah, it gives you that little bit of fuel, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, dang, we're really changing people's lives. So it's amazing. Yeah. And then also just the incredible minds that we have access to every day and we get to hear and we get to learn. I don't know. I've always loved learning, maybe not in the conventional ways as much, um, although I was a great student, it, I just, you know, secretly hated it, but, yeah. <laughs> um, but I think, you know, it's, it's so exciting to know that there's another way that there's, um, possibility that there, um, there are, are things that we haven't thought of. Um, so I, I love getting to talk to everybody and, and learn from them and grow and, um, I mean, it's been in my blood again, as I kind of reflect in times, I'm like, I mean, I was reading chicken soup for the soul. Everything was self-help my whole, whole life. So I don't think it's a coincidence that, uh, I ended up here and my life is better for it. So, um, that's, that's my, my thing on passion. I like that. Okay. This one's a fun one. The power of your voice. How did you find it? Are you still finding it? And how do we learn to be assertive without being considered aggressive? Ooh. Uh, Still finding my voice. I think um, finding your voice is really just figuring out how to move past fear, right? You can't eliminate fear, (laughs) but you can figure out how to get past it, right? Like anyone who commits a brave act isn't brave because they weren't scared. It's because they did it anyway. And so for me, it's having to, you know, acknowledge that, okay, I'm nervous to be assertive or to be um, vocal about something that I think I'm going to get a lot of, you know, heat for, but if I believe in it wholeheartedly and I know, um, my intention is in the right place, then that helps fuel my, my, um, ability to kind of move past the fear and, and, and do it. But yeah, I'm still finding it and, um, I'm testing little waters and I'm getting good little rewards. So I always say, you know, test it in, in the small places, <laughs> get the reward, build that muscle, go to the next one, test it. So, you know, there are places where you can maybe feel safer to, to be assertive, um, or, um, or kind of, you know, 
hold strong in what your belief is, and then just keep getting those little rewards that build and build and build. I like that. And I also think too, that like the assertive versus aggressive thing, I think a lot with females, it's like people just like, like to give us titles or this or that. It's like, oh, she's being bitchy or she's being aggressive. It's just like, no, I'm not. So I think it's like you're saying, Maria, it's not being scared and not, you know, it's like not thinking what other people are going to think. If it's true to you mm-hmm. and you really like are coming from a place, like you said, of like, no, a pure place, like, no, say it. Do not be scared that someone's going to label you with X, Y, and Z. It's hard because I mean, I'm like the ultimate people pleaser that I think that's something I'm really working on. Um, and I have been working on and I'm getting better at it, but it's like, no, who cares? So Well, it goes back to what Ed Milet said in his speech at that event I went to when he said, my confidence comes from my intention. And so keep building up your confidence, like I said, in those little teeny ways. And then just remember, you have to know what your rudder is. Like, okay, here's my rudder. I know that my goal is to help people. My goal is not to hurt people. So if I make a mistake someday, then I make a mistake. I am a human being, but my goal is only to help and so if I ever stumble, um, I'll, I'll be okay with it because I know what my intention is and I know what my goal is and I know how hard I work on it. Um, and so I think it's, it's really about kind of building your confidence and knowing your, your, your stuff, knowing what you believe in knowing what you want knowing why you want it and then leading from there i love that okay this one's a i'm interested to hear your answer to this where do you place the takers that come into your life (laughs) (laughs) where do you place the takers As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. (laughs) (laughs) Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Well, Hmm. huh. That's a great question. Because... I don't think we look at them like takers until we've been taken advantage of over and over. Right. I I mean, for us, Kevin and I love helping people. So I think at some point you either realize, you know, they're not taking, you know, your, your advice into consideration. So you're like, why am I bothering in a sense? Like, um, or, then you start to realize that they just are takers and they're not givers. There's no reciprocation. There's no back and forth. Um, you know, even if you're a mentor, 
at least the mentee can express their gratitude in a number of ways, whether it's a thank you note or, you know, you get your first big gig and, you know, you're, you're thankful for it. Um, Sean Waltman, when he had his opportunity at the hall of fame at WWE, he thanked Kevin. I think he thanked me too, but I, for me, it was more about Kevin. Um, you know, you've got to remember people in, in those moments. And so I don't, I don't it's hard cause I've never really, really looked at people like takers. There's just moments where you realize I, um, have, have given a lot of myself to somebody that I don't know if they are grateful enough for it. And, um, maybe I need to kind of take some distance and time. So, I mean, if they're just truly just takers, then yeah, I think you can, you can have a little break. You've been, I feel like this, these last couple of months, even though it's hard, you've been good with healthy boundaries around people and friendships and, you know, cutting, cutting the necessary out, right. That have ended up being takers or are not vibrating on your wavelength. Like, I feel like you've been really good with boundaries around that. So I don't know, maybe it's, yeah, like it's, it's the distance. Once, once someone shows who they are, believe them. Yeah. Believe them. And bye. Bye, yeah. B. You know, give the protect yourself and give the the distance that you need to protect yourself. Yeah, because you know we we don't pay attention to the red flags. Mm-hmm. First of all, we're all so busy; we don't hear the red flags in our bodies. Forget you know catching the red flags with our friends or people around us. So when you s- feel icky about something, maybe journal it so you can keep track just like I say about pain journals and keeping track of your pain so that when you go to the doctor for your annual physical which I highly recommend everyone do uh you kind of have a track record to remember to say oh this person let me down in this moment in this moment it's not to like keep tabs but sometimes I mean I had to list out my friends in different states so I could remember who was where you know sometimes you just have to see it um maybe that's a way to do it um, but I know that for me and Kev, we kind of just shrug off the red flags and, you know, people who like work with me directly and you never ask how my mom is doing. Like that was, that was a rough one a couple times. I was like, and I let it go and I let it go. And then this person I'm thinking of in particular, just, you know, sometimes people come in this shell that you just don't want to believe it because they seem so nice and so sweet, but then they are so selfish and so narcissistic. And you're like, oh, I think I just looked at the picture of you and assumed something. But really, here's like all these instances where you've really just been about yourself. And so... You know, and then they, they clouded in the, oh, I just, you know, wanted to give you your space. And you're like, yeah, but I didn't want my space. You work with me every day. You can't just, it's two seconds. Hey, how's your mom doing? How are you doing? You know what I mean? So. Um, so believe them. So believe them. Yeah. And, and catch those red flags. I was telling Kevin actually just yesterday, I said, watch how you are and who you become around certain people. Ooh. Right? I had a, a situation recently where I ended up as part of a conversation on FaceTime 
And I didn't like the person that came out. And I was like, why am I acting like that? Oh, because I'm in a vibration that's different. And, and there's a dynamic that need, like sometimes you have to feel like you have to protect yourself in certain situations with people. So you have to kind of throw out a defense, an offense for a defense and just, and so it's a really hard thing to explain, but just pay attention to who you are with certain people and, and who you feel like you have to be and then make adjustments from there. I think that's, uh, I like that's that. Important. But you're like, that's hyper awareness that you even realized, oh, I don't like that person who I just kind of became. Yeah. Right. And that takes a lot of skill and a lot of just understanding of even that you can change when you're around different people, you know, like, I think Kevin, and I used to say this all the time, <laughs> every single person that we talked to, it all came to like expert healer, this person, it all came down to like hyper, hyper awareness. Mm -hmm. So the fact that like, that's a good reminder for me too. I'm like, oh, okay. That's something I do need to be aware of now. Yeah. Like, that's cool that you can catch yourself. Yeah. But it takes maybe 20 minutes a day of meditating. Just saying. There you go. Not no, a big but... deal. Not a big deal. <laughs> Not a big deal. Just, uh, <laughs> just practice every day. Okay, this one kind of goes, I think, well with the last. How do you protect your energy when your partner or others around you are vibrating lower? Ooh, I walk away. Hmm. I escape. <laughs> Kevin's vibrating low. Uh, oh, man. He, he, okay, so yesterday, for example, he was very stressed. He was trying to do a lot in a short amount of time. We had somewhere to go, and I started feeling it. And then I remembered, again, my training, you have to be greater than your environment. So my mm -hmm. environment was stressful. So I decided to uh, put on a YouTube of Dr. Joe so I could stay in the vibration I wanted to be in because I have choice over it. So I can't let him affect me. So I decided to create my own environment, my own bubble. And then, um, and, and that helped. So that's kind of what I do. Mm, I like that. I like that a lot. I think that like videos and knowing those go-to videos, you know, right. So, or go-to people that you can listen to. You're go -to like, people. Yeah. Yeah. Turn this on. We're always in a good vibration here. Right. Turn on, you know, Esther Hicks or Wayne Dyer or Dr. Joe or Tony Robbins, whatever it is. Um, or some soft music, just put yourself in the environment you want to be in. And, uh, and then people get the hint too, because Kevin started noticing at some point, I just, I didn't, I didn't want to be a part of like certain conversations and whether it's political or whatever. And, uh, and then he started to notice like, so then he stopped mm -hmm. because I just would, leave and go do something else and be like, love you. Sending you love. Bye. Sending you love. Goodbye. <laughs> goodbye. Good talk. Bye. And I'm not throwing Kevin under the bus. It's not like it was like bad or anything, but I think when someone next to you and Kevin's the one who's always next to me is in a lower vibration, then that's what you do. Okay. This one is a good one. Advice on being patient for a new job when you're currently in a toxic one. Patient, ooh, I wonder if it's patient waiting for the right job to come. Oh, I've had a lot of these to deal with. Hmm, let's see. 
Well, I was in many toxic environments uh, and I probably cried and drank a little more, (laughs) a lot. Um, But I think... I think the the goal was always, I got to get out of here. Um, so I'm going to have to work harder and find another way, dig another hole. So I would just, you know, I would just keep focused on this isn't the right environment for me, but I'm going to keep working hard and, and hope the right thing comes. And so something else would come and, you know, wasn't always better. <laughs> And then eventually I got to where I had to go. So unfortunately, sometimes we're supposed to go through these things, I feel like, to to learn and to grow and to get to the other side. Um, I remember being in my no second to last toxic environment. And I said, Kevin, I'm going to figure out my way out of this and I'm going to help other women figure it out too. Um, but I think what I've kind of learned in is that it just, it's part of the process, um, but don't stay in it longer than you have to. So I had to stay there till I got the right opportunity because I was supporting my family. Um, and so I was actively digging my hole to get out and then I got my reprieve and didn't, you know, you know, that was it. I don't know. It's so, it's such a hard thing. Um, but I think for you manifesting through your meditations, the right thing is going to be really powerful because I see how quickly people in, in the Dr. Joe work are getting what they want, including myself. So I would focus on getting into some of these meditations or any meditation where you're going to have clear space, um, that's going to work for you. And then, Feel the feelings of whatever it is you want, that dream job, that dream experience, as if it's already happening because the body doesn't know the difference between perception and reality, as we've talked about. Um, And so it's better to live in those feelings and then you draw the event to you faster. So I would I would do that. I like that. I also like what you said, too. I think that there's a being you ha- you can be patient but you also still have to do the work right so you were actively digging your escape tunnel you knew it's like the patience comes in like finding the right thing because you don't want to jump to the next toxic job mm-hmm. but also you have to be actively doing the work to get out because yeah. it's not just like something's not just going to be like thrown at you so i like that you said that i like that and like you said with the meditations it's putting you in this like positive vibrating mindset that's just going to attract the good things mm-hmm. So love it. Okay, Maria, last one. This is a good one. How would you define happiness in your life and what brings you joy? Ooh, well, I thought happiness was, I think, a different kind of thing. I think when you're so unhappy, oh, you're like a lot of women were like, I just want to be happy. I just want to be happy. Um, and I think that happiness comes really from inside rather than kind of all the external things we think are going to make us happy. And so for me, my real happiness is coming from inner peace, um, from just like my shoulders feeling just light, like a feather, my body feeling light, like a feather, um, 
getting to do what makes me happy every day. Like I remember, um, I think it was in May, just walking around here and being like, oh my gosh, I get to do what I love, be my own boss, not have anyone torture me, tell me I'm stupid, tell me I'm not good enough, tell me I need to get better. Like I... I can do what I want when I want. I can shoot this show from Connecticut if I want. I can shoot it from Greece if I want. That is giving me my happiness, right? So if it's you and you have a job, if you build, you know, gifts on Etsy and you have your freedom, like whatever it is that's going to make you happy inside is really, you know, it's not going to be the car. It's not going to be, that's going to give you happiness. I'm telling you, all of it gives you happiness for a minute. The new bag, the new this. But the real happiness is your inner peace. And so I think I definitely found that with these meditations um, and this Dr. Joe work because I, he says like, you'll get happy for no good reason. And I'm like, oh my God, it's happened. Like I just float and feel so good and I'm able to do my best work calmly and that is where I'm like beyond happy every day but I always thought it was like it was a little different that there were all these external things but I have a piece inside of me that gives me super super joy and super happiness I like that I'm like trying to think what brings me I think it's you know just getting getting out in nature and you talked about that like earlier Mm -hmm. but it's it's the things it's like you said it's not like the car it's not the it's not the next latest I think I used to like buy stuff thinking it would bring me happiness and it's like an instant dopamine hit and then it like wears off very fast it wears off fast (laughs) wears off really and your wallet hurts (laughs) yeah then you're guilty you have like guilt over buying it so I think I've learned that a lot through this show though it's like getting out into nature or doing like pushing myself out of my comfort zone I just started my improv class oh how did it go by the way so much fun Maria like Kevin put me in a really good mindset going into it and just like it's so I was so happy like I am still so like giddy about it because it's just like fun it's something that like I'm doing for me mm-hmm. and like that brings me happiness and like I don't know so I I like everything you said and I think yeah one thing this show has really taught me is that it's not necessarily the it's like what money can buy it's yeah getting out in nature being with people you love like yeah that sort of stuff yeah Learning, it's a growing. lot simpler than we we kind of make it yeah. but you know it's being able to like you know, see my dad in the kitchen and Maria, what do you want to eat? Eggs? <laughs> sure, dad. The sure. next day. <laughs> Maria, what do you want to eat? Eggs? Sure, dad. <laughs> so I can't wait to see him. Oh my God. He's the cutest thing that ever happened to this world. I love him so much. He is, uh, he's so funny. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there's those things that definitely bring me happiness. Mm-hmm. Obviously the babies, you know, my dad and, um, all the people I love in my life, um, and nature may be like craziest, but, um, but there is like an inner happiness that comes when you really give, give yourself, um, your mental health and your, um, your inner peace. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen, friends. Well, Be that was, fun. uh, a fun episode. 
Very fun. I hope I was helpful. Oh, you were so helpful. And if anyone has any more questions, you can always DM them to us or email info at bettertogetherwithmaria.com. I like doing these because Maria is chock full of lots of knowledge. So well, I feel like, I feel like my brain was like, you know, like your, um, yeah. your bike when you're like, too, actually, <laughs> I was like, why is my brain having a little bit of a harder time today? But, uh, but yeah, I, um, I enjoy answering your questions and, and, uh, we'll do it again. How about that? Love it. In the meantime, if you're on YouTube, hit subscribe, join us every day. Um, and then don't forget to check out mariemanunos.com for life hacks, blogs, shop favorites, um, and so much more. We're going to add a home section for, for you guys on there too. And in the meantime, be nice people, make good choices and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions. Hey, Heal Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.